Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or the North Pole or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the Western Reformed Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good on the day after uh, Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Merry Christmas to you, too, Mr. Wiley. Yeah. Uh, and how, how was your Christmas? Uh, it was all right. It was pretty good, actually. Yeah. It, was, it was a little... Is a little uh, not weird. It's not the right word for it, but uh, you know, wasn't everything I'd hoped for. But it was. Uh, it oh, worked out pretty well. Really, Santa didn't bring you that one toy you wanted. Is, is that what you're saying? Well, here's the thing. So, okay, I sent Danielle a link of something that I did want. Right. Which is a beanie from this company called True Classics. Right. And it looks like a really good beanie. So I sent her the link, thinking that like it was in the bag that I was going to get this. Okay, beanie. Wait, 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 a beanie. Yeah, beanie. What the f- like a black beanie, like to put on your head? Yeah, of course. What, where, where else are you gonna put a beanie at? <laughs> Why would you? Put, does it have a propeller? Yeah, no, it doesn't have a propeller. <laughs> oh, even though that would be cool if it did, but it doesn't have a propeller though. <laughs> okay, is it like a yarmulke? Uh, it's bigger than a yarmulke. Yeah, uh, it, it, it covers more it, than it, the yarmulke. Is does. it like a? Wool, I, 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 and I'm, I'm honestly here. I'm, I'm completely confused. Is it like a wool cap type of thing? Yeah, a little bit like a wool cap. Okay, so it's, it's a cold weather. I just don't understand what a beanie is really in this context, you know. What do you mean you don't understand what a beanie is? I mean, I I just, I don't get it. And that's that's the the first part of my problem. My second part is why the hell would you even want one of those? What do you mean? Why would you not? What? Now, of course you want a beanie. Beanies are a good time. (laughs) So here's the black beanie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see here. Yeah. Do the item here. So that's the beanie. Oh, it's a wool cap. Okay, they, uh, okay. I would call that a wool cap. I would not yeah. call that a beanie. So it's so, a, it's the classic, uh, you know, uh, picture the Gordon's fisherman. Yes, you know, yes. It, it's that sort of thing in black. Okay, yes. All right. so I wanted, that's a wool cap in, yeah, in my. So world. I wanted that, and I was like, here's the thing: I didn't buy it earlier because I was mentally prepared to get this on Christmas, right? And I didn't, even though I did get a lot of nice stuff for Christmas. Got a lot more of my Adidas uniform. Um, that I like. First of all, though, it, it, you live in West Central Florida, and yes. uh, there is never an occasion. No, there's 20 days out of the year. No, there's not even 20 days out of the year no, where no, you need a wool cap. You can wear a wool cap 20 you days can, out of the year. You can, but it's like you're really stretching it to, to have any need I for a I think the stretch cap. is really 40 days, but. No, God, no. no. Well, I'm going to count them this year. I can't, I can't imagine a single day. In 2020, day we're going to count. 2022, need- I'm sorry. In 2022, we're going to count the days. That's like cranking your air down so you can have a fire in the house. You know what I'm saying? A lot uh, of fire in the fireplace. It's one of those sort of things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got something else. Not for Christmas, but Kelly got this from like a customer of hers. And this is a like a fake fire that has a heater on it. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. Like, here's the thing, though. This is the part that's funny. So we have this. We have it in the garage, and it's hanging out in the garage. Right. Now, this is little they're, more they're, than... They're silly and kind of cool in a way, too. Yeah, yeah, but they're little more than decoration, only because right. like they don't actually put a whole lot of heat out. No, no. And the it's other, not even really like a space heater. No, not even. Yeah. But the thing about it is this. For the longest time when I was sitting there looking at it, I was like... I wonder if that's hot. <laughs> and I kept thinking the whole time. And then I touched where the where the where it looks like it's the fire at. <laughs> fucking cold as ice. Yeah, I'm yeah. like I was my mind was so fucking blown at that point <laughs> that I'm I'm touching it and I'm like but it's not even warm at all here. I Why doesn't fire it warm up was a little hot. bit? Yeah. Why doesn't it warm up a little bit here? Even the fake fire should have some fake warmth. Yeah. Like, why don't you have some of that piping go down there just so you can so the glass doesn't feel fucking ice cold? Right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. no. It was all freaking cold. So well, this this was a uh, uh, kind of a, a Chris, Christmas uh, of disillusionment as well for me. Oh, why? Why is that? Okay, um, let me go ahead. What, well, <laughs> so what's going on here? All right. Well, it, Talk first to of me. all, it seems like tell uh, me about your mother. lately. I, I, actually, I'm going to tell you about my mother. <laughs> um, 
over the the past several years, it seems like my my already very bizarre and dysfunctional childhood uh, continues to get more uh, bizarre and dysfunctional with every family gathering. All right. Like, uh, do you remember how I told the story of how I got my first computer as a kid? No. Oh, no. I, I've told this story before. I'll tell it again. All right. Well, I'll tell it how I remember it. Um, so when I was nine, right. uh, my mom worked at the Holiday Inn Surfside uh, on Clearwater Beach. And, uh, you know, I would go to her work sometimes. And in the lobby, they had this, like, text-only computer. Very, you know, it's 1979. So very basic computer that was connected to the stock market. So me, having nothing else to do, I would play with this computer all day. And I would try to make it do things it wasn't designed to do. And I figured out all the insides and out of it, you know. And uh, one day, this uh, guy walks up to me wearing a, you know, Arab headdress <coughs> and another guy with a suit in him. And he says, do you know how to work this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like, well, show me what it does. I want to I check my stocks. You know, show me how to do this. And I sat down with him and showed him how to do it. And uh, he's, you know, after a few minutes, he's like, you're very good with computers. Do you have a computer? And he's like, I'm like, no, of course not. You know, this was 1979. You know, a computer cost a fortune in those days. Oh, yeah. And nobody had any, you know. Um, and uh, so he says, well, how much is a good computer? I said, well, I, and I didn't know, you know. I said, maybe $3,000. And so he snaps his finger, and the guy next to him pulls out a checkbook and writes me a check for, um, I thought it was $3,000, um, and uh, hands it to me. And I thought, oh, that was the most amazing story. And so somehow it came up at, at Christmas yesterday, and, and you know the whole or Christmas Eve, the whole family's there, everyone's there. I've never heard this story, by the way. Yes, I've told this story before on the air. And so anyway, that in 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 my mind, that is how I got my first computer. And after that, we went to Radio Shack, and I got a TRS eighty with a cassette drive, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, because that was. It was even it, that was the coolest thing in the it world. It was back even then. before. Well, floppy disks had come out, but I didn't get a floppy disk model. It was like even before the really big floppy disks. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. So, uh, anyway, that's how I got into computers. Well, so uh, somehow it came up, and and you know somebody asked me about that, and and uh, my mom like stops me, like as I'm telling the story several times, and the first time was, well, I didn't actually work at the Holiday Inn Surfside. I just used to hang out at the bar a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> my mom would take take me at nine years old. She was going to the bar. She'd just throw me in the lobby and say, entertain yourself. <laughs> and I was there so much I thought she worked there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then so it oh, go, what was she doing there? Uh, hanging out at the bar. Just you know? hanging out of the, uh, the that's the, that's all I know. Okay. <laughs> as, as much as she would divulge. Um and it turns out uh, this wasn't just some r random Saudi Arabian prince. This was the Saudi, and he was a legitimate Saudi Arabian prince. Uh, you know, he owned oil fields and all that stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, a multimillionaire, probably a billionaire, you know, whatever. Um, and he goes, and she goes, well, you know, it, he really didn't just randomly come up to you. He, uh, I, I was kind of dating him. <laughs> and... And he had asked for my hand in marriage, <laughs> and, he's, and she said he was. He offered me the position of number one wife. Oh, well, I mean and, that's good. And apparently, she he even went and tracked down my grandfather, her dad, to ask permission uh, to marry her. So my entire life, I thought this was just some random event that I happened to run into some Saudi Arabian prince who was staying there, and my mom happened to work there. And no, she was just hanging out at the bar, and you know, he was trying to marry her and take her back to Saudi Arabia. So, so literally, so did she bang him? I, she you didn't don't specifically say that, but you don't know. I mean, I hate to ask about your mom's sexual encounters, but <laughs> it seems like at this point that right. the question is due. I, 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 I did not ask that question just because I didn't want to know. But you didn't uh, know the answer. I, I would say it's it's a relatively safe assumption. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, and, and, and here's the thing. Two years ago at Christmas, I learned that my mom actually dated Jim Morrison. 
Oh, wow. Well, I told you that, too. Yeah. I don't remember this story know, You either. don't remember shit. So. I remember all kinds of things, yeah. man. You just maybe... Hold on. Maybe so you think you told people, but so, maybe you didn't. So, so uh, you know, it, 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 my childhood could have gone... I could have either been uh, Jim Morrison's sons. That was before I was born. So she dated him when you know she was younger before I was Jim born. Jim Morrison could be your dad. Jim Morrison could be my dad. Or today, I could actually be a Saudi Arabian prince. You know, I think that your look is much better aimed towards <laughs> I, the Saudi Arabian I, I, prince I got than the Jim look Morrison. right now. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. I you sh- I mean that's But it's it's like Boy, the Osama bin Wiley thing makes a little bit more sense now. I'm gonna have to start to tell my parents, like, just stop sharing things because you've No, share more. <laughs> Already my childhood was very, very strange. And you folks are just making it that much stranger. You know, I don't know why you're looking at this as a bad thing. I think this is a good thing. It just this a, is a good story. Just a, a story I've told all my life. It didn't happen at even remotely like I remember it happening or knew about it at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Well, how much did he cut you the check for again? Uh, five grand in nineteen seventy nine dollars. Oh, shit. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was well, your it, mom must be good in. in <laughs> Thanks, dude. Appreciate I mean, I'm that. just saying. I mean, I'm not saying it to be a dick. I'm just saying, like, if she's got... Look, listen. Just if stop. She, just hold stop. on a second. Let me just finish know, this no, statement. No, no, if she's got fucking Saudi billionaires throwing down five princes. Gs to the kid. Saudi princes. Saudi princes yeah, throwing yeah. down five Gs to the He's kid. He's trying to get on my good side. She can She can get some work done. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's more than I need to. And after that, we talked about her hip, how her hip replacement surgery went. So, <laughs> well, I imagine if you're going to get the kind of work done, you're going to have to replace it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, you know? that was my Christmas. But yeah, it's uh, a good time, though. You know, good time was had. Hell yeah, it was a good time. Look. It if, is, if it is interesting that, to hear these look, stories. When you hear the story like 40 years later, right? Exactly. all the statute of limitations is over oh, yeah. on all this stuff. Like the anger is over. The, you know, like you can tell, like you, it's almost like, you know how the government, like after 50 years, will divulge <laughs> secrets. You know what? I, I Well, uh, thankfully, I think my mom still redacted some portions. <laughs> so I think there was still some like uh, magic markered out portions of the story that I didn't hear. But, you yeah, know, she, she might have used magic marker or some other thing. So <laughs> just stop. Just stop. the page is probably stuck together a little bit. <laughs> So, so that was, uh, you know, one interesting aspect of of, of uh, my Christmas. But, uh, yeah, yeah, not not a, not as cool as a black beanie, though. Well, I mean, there's nothing I have to tell that is better than that story. <laughs> I really wish you'd let me go first because now, like, there's no other stories for me to tell you, you because, like, yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing for you on this one. Oh my god, that's uh, just too freaking awesome. Yeah, way. yeah, craziness. And I'm glad we're doing a live show the day after Christmas, by the way. Uh, we're we're not live. We're taping this. Well, I mean, we're doing a show. We're yeah. not doing a best of or anything. Oh, like right, right. Yeah, we did, we didn't take the weekend off. Yeah. yeah, so we're still here working. Yeah. Well, we uh, we're we're actually in early because I want to make sure to uh, catch the one o'clock kickoff games because I am in my fantasy football semifinal game. Do you think you're going to score a home run? Uh, or a yeah. goal? No, no, a goal. A uh, goal. Maybe a basket a ba- or two. A basket? Yeah. You yeah. think so? I think so. It could could happen. Yeah. So what are your odds? Uh, maybe a sticky wicket. Oh, a sticky wicket. I don't know what that is, but I think I've heard I that think term. It's before. a cribbage term, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, my uh, my odds are pretty good. I, I'm actually uh, I was leading the league all year. You know, so. just, it was a boat race. Yeah, I'm 11 and four. So, Shit. you know, yeah, I know. I just you're in there. But now it's a, the playoffs. So, it's, oh yeah, you now can get you lose one, you're out. Yeah. Well, uh, no, at this point, I'm guaranteed to finish at least third. But I want I want the big money. You want the big? How yeah. much is the big money? Four hundred bucks to the winner. Nice. Yeah. So, I, how I much you have to pay that. to get in this game? Seventy five bucks. So that's yeah. a good. That's a good return on the investment, yeah, right there. Not bad at all. Not bad at that's all. That's good. I like so, it. I like but it I'm playing, playing my youngest son. So. Oh really? Who and you know actually I coached him all year and I was like texting him, dude, set your lineup, man. Game's gonna start in a half hour and you got somebody out on buy, you know. So, yeah. So I've been helping him all year. So if he beats me, I think I deserve a coaching fee. I mean, you know. I, I could see that they, that would be a good idea, yeah. but yeah, you're still not going to get it. I though. even traded him Leonard Fournette in the middle of the season for Derek Carr. Oh, I mean, those are big trades. Oh, not Derek. Carr. I have no fucking idea. Who yeah, you, you, you know, it's I have no fun no with you. Fucking idea, really. And I don't care. Yeah, so. that's sad. I'm, so, I'm happy for you though. Oh well, thank you, thank you. I'd like yeah. to play. I'd like to play fantasy football, only because I think because I don't pay attention to all the sports that I have the best chance of winning. No, you actually don't. <laughs> no, 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 but I do though. No, no, it actually takes. It would be one of those dumb luck things where you're like, oh, this motherfucker. It's. I, I spend. He a, doesn't even know how to pick teams. I spend a ton of time researching, and I can tell you, if if you don't know how to draft and you don't know how to, you know, play the waiver wires, and if you're not on top of it constantly, you will lose. 
Yeah. You know, your best chance is, you know, you'll win four games out of luck. Oh. Yeah. So right. you don't have a prayer doing that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that, I'm not going to play then, so you didn't talk me into playing. Well, I'd so. be, oh, well, maybe I should have changed my tune. I could have taken 75 bucks off you. You could have. Yeah. You could have very yeah. easily No, you done wouldn't that. play. No, I'd just have to take your money in poker because, you know, that you'll play. Uh, and you I'm, actually I'm better think, than you. You actually think you're good at that, too. Well, I'm better than so. you, so. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I'm better than you. Yeah, and, and last time we played poker, uh, didn't I leave your house with, I was, like... Uh, I was drunk. Like uh, $300 heavy? I was a little bit too uh-huh. drunk. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, you were, actually. I beat you in the game, though. That's Well, you, in the tournament, yeah. In the thing that you counted. Did. But then I, I took your, all your money after everyone got high. Well, that's because I was high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, where do you want to start for today's show? I don't know. You take the lead. You go. Don't fucking tell me what to do. Um... All right, so let's go with the first one, which is we'll start with COVID because why not? Oh, God, it seems like we always start with COVID. Yeah, I know. It's just yeah. there's always things going on with COVID. There's nothing. Go- well, I, I won't say there's nothing going on with COVID, but, uh, you know, it, it seems like it's uh, seems like very much a non-factor these days when you look at it in, um, you know, the world around you. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, you're not hearing the stories of, oh, somebody is really sick with COVID or somebody's in the hospital with COVID or somebody died of COVID. You're not hearing that anymore, really. At least not around here. Again, I don't know how it is in the rest of the country. Uh, you know, all my people are in Florida. So, but in Florida, you know, who is Florida still getting shit for, you know, being not on lockdown yeah, and not for deciding going, to not play along right. with your fucking stupid games. But it, it sure seems to me like everything's cool. All right. So know? there was an article in Study Finds. Okay. And this is the part that this is the media manipulation thing, even in something like study finds silent COVID twice as prevalent as feared four in 10 patients have no symptoms. Study warns. Now, here's the thing. Right. Why is it feared? Why is that bad news? Like, how about great news? Right. Four in 10 people that get this thing won't even know they fucking got it. Right. You're Study gonna, finds. You're going to get it, you're going to have immunity, and you're going to have no symptoms. Right? Uh, okay. Like, that's what I don't get. <laughs> right. So foreign tid COVID-19 patients are asymptomatic carriers of the virus responsible for over 800,000 deaths in the United States, a new study warms. Warns. Researchers from China say a global study of almost 30 million people found silent cases of the virus are twice as prevalent than previously fe- than previous estimates feared. Do you know what that really means, by the way? That means for whatever the kill rate was, now it's 40% less. Well, it, it, not necessarily. But I mean, it, it's less it, than what they're saying. The the probability is there that it's it's going to be you know uh, less. And uh, the eight hundred thousand number is highly fucking inflated anyway. Right. Like it ain't even near the eight hundred thousand number. So it it, it it like you're just sitting here going like like when I saw this article and I'm like, hold on a second, this is what you're gleaming. Well, from this? and yeah, and, and and I've noticed the way they're reporting it is they're talking about Omicron now. And how the cases are up, and they keep saying that, and the death toll is now 800 at blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they use the total number for that. The total number for all COVID for all time, and I notice that it's going up like three. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they throw out that big number, and your your reaction to it, your, your natural, the way they present it is to think that, you know, 800,000 people died of Omicron. Which, again, you know that's not logically the case because you've been following this shit for two years. But, you know, the, the way they present it, it's just it, 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 it plants that impression in people's heads. Yeah. I don't think many people anymore. I think the, the major, I think the, I think it probably at this point we're at the point where the majority of Americans are just calling bullshit on most of it. Not all of it, you know, because it's not all bullshit. Uh, but it's, it's like the, the presentation of it is a lot of bullshit, you know. I mean, the it's, virus itself it's media manipulation. That's for sure. It's spin. Yeah, it's, it's spin. Definitely, it's, it's definitely, definitely spin. spin. Yeah. And then, and, and like when you get certain articles, like there's one that says, you know, the Biden administration eyes a potentially stark shift in messaging around ending the pandemic. And basically, what this is talking about is, like, they can't, like, they can't. They know that the the people that aren't going to get it aren't going to get it, right? So they're they're doing this combination of blame game to those people, even though with the Omicron variant or whatever, right. is that even if you got the shots and got all the boosters, you're still going to get it. You're still going to pass it the fuck around. Right. Just the way it is. Well, look, the, the Biden administration has a vested interest right now in keeping people scared of, of COVID because the economy is, you know, not doing great. Uh, the inflation is real, real bad. Uh, his approval rating is 28%. So, 
This yeah, is, but they're trying. He needs people to stay afraid of COVID because it's the only thing he's got. Yeah, in the but toolbox. he can't keep them too afraid of COVID either, though, because you got to let people get back in the economy in order to get the economy going again. So it, they're trying to walk this line of scaring the shit out of you, right. but not scaring you too much to where you're going to stay inside. Well, yeah, and, and I think that's kind of the thing. Then they want people. Uh, shifting the blame to anything that's going wrong with the economy to COVID, not to anything. To the that, unvaccinated. Yeah. Well, it's it, not yeah. even. It's not even. And here's the thing: the real problem here, and the real problem has been from day one, is actually the government response to it. Right. The, the real problem with COVID has not been the disease itself. The real, and again, the numbers are starting to bear themselves out on this one. Is that the suicides, the drug deaths, the um, the, the depression, the the increased drinking and alcoholism, and all this other, all these other factors, right, are doing much more damage to the general public than the fucking COVID viruses, right? Yeah. And what they're not, and what, look, they'll say it, but they won't say it, is that the Omicron variant is far less likely to do any damage to you. Now, what they'll so far, yeah, yeah. Now, what they'll say is, is they'll go, well, it's because that person took the shot that the Omicron's not so bad. No, 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 Dick. It's not so bad because it's not so fucking bad because viruses right. get get less severe as they mutate. You fuck nuts. Well, that's not always the case. Uh, there are some instances where a virus can become more uh, severe. So they, uh, mutations, just like any any mutation in, in you know evolution or you know anything, it, anything can happen essentially. So yeah. it can become less deadly, can become more deadly. But uh, if as far as immunology goes, uh, you know, as we've seen other um, families of this virus. Our immune response is likely to uh, have at least some response to it. So, it, it, you know, usually uh, we'll have some immune response to this similar variant to another variant. Uh, that's not always the case either, because sometimes they can, um, you know, uh, mutate in a way that their protein shell is different enough that your immune system does not recognize it this time and has to kind of fight it all over again from scratch. You know, so that that. All of that can happen, uh, but what it looks like so far is, yeah, Omicron is literally nothing to worry about. It's it's less severe than your average flu. And everybody's going to get it. Yeah, and and yeah, chances are everyone's going to get it, and most of us aren't going to know it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, 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 hold on. Everybody's going to get it. 40% of you fuckers ain't even going to know you got it. Right. Some of y'all is going to have a cold. Right. And maybe and probably, a couple people in the hospital yeah, that and, might die. So 40% are not even going to know they have it. Yeah, 58% are probably going to say, oh, I've got a cold. And 2% are going to have something a little more severe. Yeah. But as far as the death toll, has it, I th- has there been any deaths in the U.S. yet? From, uh, couple. There's there been have a been a couple. They've okay. attributed a couple. I mean, I don't, how do I know it's not a gunshot victim that had Omicron? Right. Well, you know. You know, there's no doubt that, you know, elderly people, I mean, everybody forgets so quickly is that that's before this ever started. That's what they used to do is say, you know, the elderly have to get influenza shots because uh, that can if, kill you. If, if you're 85 years old and have other pre-existing conditions, the flu can kill you. Yeah. You know, and again, I don't know that back in those days they attributed those deaths to influenza. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know what the CDC guidelines were before that. But I do know for a fact that if you have COVID and anything kills you, pretty much, they They're classify it as a COVID, COVID death. That's yeah. what they're doing. Right. Now, and here's a weird statistic, by the way, just to show you how, like a weird change in our own society. COVID-19 pandemic drives U.S. population growth to record low. So the number of U.S. residents grew by just 0.1% for the 12 months to July 1st. You know, I, I think that that is actually a... Um, not necessarily a COVID-driven thing. I think COVID had a a part to play in that, but there's a lot of other factors going on right now. Yeah, there's just a lot yeah. less fucking. Uh, I think there's that for one. Um, I think the fertility rates among people is has dropped dramatically, and I think there is some external environmental cause causing like it. the plastics and stuff like that. It could be, or <laughs> for all I know, it could be vaccines. You know what I'm saying? I, we don't know what it is, but there is absolutely no doubt that over the past generation or two, uh, sperm counts has been declining dramatically. Fertility rates have been d- declining dramatically. Um, and I don't think a little of that, like you normally say, is, you know, you can you can put some of that on socioeconomic um, 
uh, you know, drivers uh, because. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. If the, if know. a society is if if a society in and of itself is more uh, right. advanced and more successful, yeah, exactly. Then you, the birth you have rates less. go down. But this is well, well beyond this. We are uh, at potentially very close to negative growth in this country. We're actually. Uh, I, at the peak of population decline. And if it wasn't for immigration, we would be declining in population right now. I think there's another factor at play, by the way. Yeah. It's going to sound weird, but you follow me on this one. Go ahead. I think that because less people are religious, mm-hmm. that they have less children. Because I think religious people I, I, have more children. I think there's probably a, a component to that. Thank God for the Mormons or we'd be, you know. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they still breed pretty heavily. Yeah. yeah, I think at a certain point we're going to have to bring back. Um, I think that we should. Here's what I think we should do. And I'm just spitballing here. Okay. So just hear me out here. All right. I'm with you. I think that you should give men a test. And I don't know if it's to be government controlled or whatever, but you should give men a test. And if you're manly enough, hang on, hang on a second. This this is going to be very misogynistic, isn't it? Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) I think if you're manly enough and you pass the test. Right. That not only do you have the option of having more wives, that you're mandated to have at least three wives that you're impregnating. Okay. All right. And that way, each woman has to have three kids from this man. I'm down with that. And then that way, we're we're increasing the population. Yeah. Yeah. But with manly men, though, like if you... Well, hang on. Are they hot chicks? um, Okay. So at least one of them is hot. Okay. One of them is average. Okay. And then you're going to have to jump on a grenade for the boys for the third. Okay. Well, I got pretty low standards, so I'm down with that. I'm just saying, like, yeah. you can, you know, she'll be good, though, at other things. Okay. You know, she'll cook well. That, that, totally on board. You know what I'm saying? So, totally like, I think. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But then again, do you have to, like, live with them? Uh, because that could very well, like, you know, uh, just count me out on that one. I, I don't think. I don't want to live with three women. Uh, I already live with two, and it's damn near killing me. I got you. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to work out. I, I have to work out all the bugs on this one. I haven't really figured it all out like yet. Like, if they had, like, uh, for example, my buddy uh, Prince Sabir, uh, who I like to call dad. Um, <laughs> you know, Father. Yeah, if, if you have, like, a harem house, you know, where, like, you just make a call to the bullpen and say, uh, you know, send up so-and-so. <laughs> That I could, I could do that. Do they all get interest music? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now pitching for Adrian Wiley. <laughs> no, actually catching. Now catching. <laughs> yeah, now catching. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I I, I I could do that. I, you know, I th- honestly, we're being very facetious, and we've uh, literally just turned off every single woman listener we have. Uh, <laughs> sorry, ladies. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, going back to the serious side of this. It's this is going to become a real problem for us. Uh, the fertility, the the uh, you know, uh, male sperm count, um, and whatever is causing the social si- situations where we're not breeding. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a real issue. Need some more fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it's not just us. Uh, China's going through the same thing right now. Yeah. They've lifted their one-child policy. They went to a two-child policy, and now they're like, hey. You, you guys need to get we out. We need it. you to start breathing. We're running out of people because they actually peaked and now they're going downhill. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in India, but, you know, if China's doing it, India's probably not far behind. And if that's the case, you have to really point to um, some type of, of, you know, external existential cause of this. Yeah. And, you know, hey. Uh, meanwhile, over here, we're microchipping people. So let me get into this story here. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, microchip implanted in your arm could track your COVID vaccine status with just a cell phone scan. Yeah. yeah. So the card ain't going to be good enough. Right. Now you're going to have to implant a fucking microchip into your fucking body and then be able to scan it with a cell phone. And it's about as big as a dime. You know, here, I, I don't think this is actually going anywhere, but just the fact that there's some company and there's some government that's probably going to push this idea. And, you know, we're we're, uh, we're never far from getting a microchip. Yeah, where was... Hey, you know, I honestly, at this point, I really do think that we need to get the Unabomber and get him out on bail. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I swear, I'm... I'm 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 about a, a, a few uh, you know news stories away from uh, living in a cabin and uh, you know writing a manifesto. <laughs> Jesus Christ, though. I, I mean, really, yeah. Now, hold well, on. I kind of already did write the manifesto and it had microchips in it. <laughs> yes. All right, now hold on. So I want to read the story as well. So Omicron may bring record-breaking daily coronavirus cases, but fewer deaths forecast say. Now, this is one of those things where they have to at least tell the fucking truth a little bit in some of this shit. 
So a highly in well, it's interesting that they told the truth in the headline. Um, because normally when you get to paragraph 18, it, it tells you the real story, yeah. but the headline is usually misleading. So it's it's nice to see that uh, this article from the L.A. Times actually um, is relatively, you know, non-sensational. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, also in the coronavirus news, I just want to get through these quick anyway. Um, the U.S. Supreme Court to hold special session on Biden vaccine rules. Right. So the U.S. Supreme Court said it would hear arguments on an expedited basis on President Joe Biden's COVID-19 um, shot or test rule for large employers and a separate vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. Well, pretty much every um, rule that they made for anything other than government employees has been shot down by the uh, lower federal court so far. Some of them have. Some of them haven't, but some of them have. No, for 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 private employees. Oh, I got you. For, for private employers. Yeah. Um, for federal government workers, yeah, pretty much the... You know, if you work for the federal government, the government owns your ass, essentially. God, I just really yeah. hope that these guys go the right way with this one. I don't think that they will, though. You don't I think so? I actually don't think so. I have no hope whatsoever. I think it's going to be like a 4-3 deal going the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. No, no, no. no. Was it? No, no. Well, there's nine. No, there's nine. So yeah, so 5-4. Five, 5-4. Four. Five, four. I think it's yeah. going to be a 5-4 deal going the wrong way. You think so? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I hope not. I hope the Supreme Court actually... Uh, but if they do that, uh, then they've got to overturn Roe v. Wade. I I mean, you have to. You cannot have an issue um, where it's, uh, you know, the right to privacy allows you to make your own medical decisions in the case of abortion, and the right to privacy does not allow you to make your own decisions in the case of um, uh, a vaccine. Yeah. You know, you you can't have both. Now, because uh, either way, the consequences to society are another child in it that society may have to take care of Mm -hmm. if you don't want it. Or, uh, you know, potentially spreading a disease, which we're finding out that now, at least with this variant, it doesn't matter because you're going to spread it anyway, because you're going to get it anyway, whether you're vaccinated or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't see how the Supreme Court can can uphold the Biden mandates without overturning Roe v. Wade. Well, we'll yeah. see. And I don't think Roe v. Wade's going to get overturned. So I think this will stand up. I think the Supreme Court will rule. Uh, that Biden's mandates are unconstitutional. I, just, I have no faith in him for this. I have none. I'm, if nothing I'm, I'm else, he can't faith. do it by by uh, by fiat. You know, he can't do it by dictate. Yeah. He can't do it by executive Until order. They approve it has to go through I'm Congress. I'm sure they're just going to prove it. Well, we'll see. Um, so now, also, I, I wanted to get into this story of the COVID one as well, because the Miami Herald, which is a paper that sucks, by the way, out loud, last lesson of 2021, Florida Omicron happens when we act selfishly like Governor DeSantis. Right. Like, for the Miami Herald to go after DeSantis for keeping this fucking state at least normally free instead of what's going on around the rest of the fucking relatively country. Relatively free, yeah. Yeah, relatively free. Again, it's a weird kind of bar because right. we went from not being the freest state in the country to being the freest state in the country, uh, not because they made everything more free, but only because we didn't go draconian like the rest of the fucking country did. No, I, I, I got to say that in a lot of ways, Florida has always been fairly free. In some ways, it well, hasn't. Since we but, were, when I was lobbying, it helped. It helped so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're totally responsible for it. <laughs> I am. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. You're welcome. Yes, yeah, right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, of course, the Miami Herald's going to say that. You know, of course, the Palm Beach Post is going to say that. You know, of course, all these, you know, the Sun Sentinel, all these, uh, you know, lefty uh, papers that uh, want to make sure he's not the next president are going to say that. Oh, no, and they're doing it. Hold on. I want to read this part. Um, still not leading the way with sensible policies or at least words of appropriate guidance for those who most need to hear an endorsement of science over quackery from him, the politically uh, retis to vaccinate, whatever that word is, but no chance of that happening. DeSantis is still busy peddling treatment instead of prevention. (laughs) Hold on. Listen, everybody's going to fucking get it. Right. Treatment instead of prevention is probably the best thing because prevention won't work. You fucking piece of shit. Right. He's still spreading lies on Fox News and any other conservative right-wing program that will listen to him about Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top authority on infectious disease. Okay, hold on a second here. By the way, Fauci has been proven to be a fucking liar over and over and over again. The fact that you're defending him in this article just shows you have zero fucking idea what you're talking about. Well, if that's the case, then uh, the Miami Herald should be praising Donald Trump. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, 
because uh, <laughs> apparently Trump has uh, pissed off a lot of conservatives by uh, uh, recommending that people get vaccinated and get the booster. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. So, and, and now uh, Candace Owens is making excuses for him. And her excuse is, well, he's so old, he doesn't know any he's better. He's a boomer. <laughs> yeah. Bo- okay, okay, boomer. boomer. Right. Okay, boomer. Right. But uh, where is the Miami Herald piece uh, praising Donald Trump for uh, promoting vaccination? Well, why would they do something like that? Why in the I world know. would they do I that? Know. You know, so, and Candace Owens got an got a interview with Trump and I guess asked hard questions or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, I just... I, I know. I, I like, know. He just doesn't know any better. Like you right. just called him an yeah. ignorant old fool. Right. And and uh, probably uh, uh, you know next week she'll be saying Trump twenty twenty four. Oh, she probably said Trump twenty twenty four when <laughs> right. she did it. Yeah. But he's an old man that doesn't know what he's doing. It's like that's all we get now. I don't. I don't. <laughs> These are our options. Which senile old man do you want? <laughs> you know. Oh my god. Oh my old god. white rich guys gotta love them. Gotta love them over and over. We just keep doing it. Yes. You know. All right, so where do you want to go next? Let's uh, go. No, let's go here. Let's go with the retired generals. Retired generals urge Pentagon to take steps to avert civil war after 2024 election. Okay, so we're backing off the civil war until 2024 now? Well, what they're saying is uh, the outcome of the election, one side or the other, is going to be so upset that they're going to, you know, take to the streets and become violent and start a civil war. And God, I hope so. I don't even care which side it is. You don't even care who <laughs> No, wins I don't give a shit. Yeah. Left, right, whatever. Just start getting out there and, you know, shooting place up and burning things down. That's all I care about. You know, here's what I hope happens. Don't care what your issue is. Don't care what your objectives are. Just, you know, let's get this ball rolling. Here's what I hope happens in 2024. (laughs) What's that? Here's what I want to see happen. I don't care who wins. Right. I want it to be super close, and I want it to be contested. Yes. And that way, and again, like, the last time the Democrat won, so maybe this time the Republican wins, so the other side can show what a bunch of hypocrites they are. Right. So, like, I'm kind of rooting for that one because I, you don't want to just see the same thing over and over again. You want to right. see and you want to see it go updated. I don't know. And I, I want to see a fire inside the Capitol. No, well, here's the thing. With, Here's like, wooden furniture that's in there that's hundreds of years old. If Republicans win, all you get is a bunch of burned-down shoe stores. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you get a bunch of looted TVs. It's not nearly as good. If the Dems win, maybe we're going to get January 6th round two, which I think would be more entertaining. Okay. I'm not sure. I, but, you know, I, I, again, now, if if uh, Republicans win and the left uh, starts burning down police stations, then it could go either way. I'm not sure. Yeah, they so, could do that though. I, I I don't know. It's just uh, is there a way that they could both lose and everybody takes to the streets? <laughs> you know, can it end in hold, a tie? Hold on, hold on. I always remember my mom when I was a kid always saying, "You know, like, I, w- I hope I wish both teams would win." You know, because she didn't want to see. Oh right, lose. yeah, yeah. Like, well, what it, you're hoping in for youth here is sports. That's a different kind of I thing. W- yeah. I wish both teams would lose in this one. Right. Like yeah. I don't want anybody to win. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just there'll be a vacancy in that office until 2028. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out then. Somebody but, assassinates President Cruz. Hey, speaking of police, uh, last night, um, I'm, I'm going out to my car, and I look down at the end of the block at the entrance of the, uh, the, uh, um, uh, my, my neighborhood, and there's a cruiser there with the lights on blocking the entrance to our, uh, our neighborhood. So I, hold, I, hold on. Where at, though? Uh, you know, well, all the way in the front? All the way in the front on County Road 1 so out there. So none, yeah. the, none of the cars back there could get out there? No, they left enough of a gap where you could, but like if you were turning left, you couldn't turn in. Um, you know, it was just like they were in the median blocking out the the turn lane into the neighborhood. So I walk out there to see what's going on, and I look down, and and they're blocking all the entrances all over the place. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I never found out what was going on, but I just went out there and. You heart- think your dad was back in town? Uh, he what? He, yeah, he was actually. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I just went out and stood on the counter, and, and it was dark, so I, I couldn't see into the, the cab, but I just kind of, like, stared where the driver would be, hoping to get the guy to come out and tell me, because I didn't want to approach the vehicle, you know, because yeah. that might get you shot. Um, but I just kind of, you know, scowled at the where the driver would be, but he never came out. And I, So you had, a, you had a mad face on? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, I stood there with my arm crossed, like, what the fuck are you doing in my neighborhood? You know? And... Um, it, it, it is funny how much the presence of law enforcement these days just infuriates me in pretty much any situation. Um, and, hold, and, hold on, hold on. The other day, 
it was getting near the end of the day and I was at the office. Right. And at the end of the, at the, because we're at the end of the industrial area. Right. There were four cops at the end of the industrial area. It took everything in my me- being to not walk the fuck over there and start questioning them. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. Why are you here? That's what I wanted to do. You know, but I didn't want to actually walk out into the middle of the road uh, because, you know, I would have been jaywalking and then I would have been accused of hindering an investigation or, you know, that sort of, you know, uh, what do they call it? Obstructing justice or something. So I figured at that point and I was pissed off enough, I probably would have gone to jail. But it's just funny, that feeling. It's like cops come around and you don't feel safer. You know, well, here's the thing. I don't get scared. I get mad. Yeah, I get mad. Like, I don't get scared. I'm not worried. It's like, I, like, I should be probably more worried than I am. Right. But I'm more like, what the fuck are you doing here? It's like having a bunch of gang members show up. Yeah. Honestly, that's kind of the response I get now. So I, I, I finally give up, you know, and, and, you know, a couple of my neighbors were like pulling out and trying to get out. And they're like, what's going on? I'm like, I have no idea. You know, I go back in the house and I, I told Dawn about it and she's like, oh, something bad must have happened. I said. Yeah, but do you feel safer because the cops are around? She's like, no, they never make anything better. (laughs) You know, they just don't. They just make the situation worse in most cases. You know, what whatever the your wife is becoming more of an anarchist. Oh, I know she's she and she won't admit it. But you know, no, no, no. It's one of those denial things. But she's just naturally going there. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It is funny. Well, yeah, she's like an anarchist denier. I've been working on her for 30 years, so, you know. <laughs> I bet you have. Yeah, well, in, in more ways than one. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just uh, just crazy stuff. Oh, I wanted to get into this. So bring on the Civil War is what yeah, I'm bring saying. It on. But uh, I, I don't want to be just part of it. it. I, just don't make a statue in Hong Kong about I don't, it. I don't want to fight in it. I, I just want to see it happen. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so Hong Kong University removes Tiananmen uh, Massacre statue. Yeah, I, I'm surprised it lasted this long. I, I figured that would have been gone the minute China took over Hong Kong, you know. So, it's it's uh, it's surprising that it hung around that long. Yeah. Okay. Hold on here. A monument at a Hong Kong university that commemorates the 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre was removed by workers early Thursday over the objections of its creator from Denmark. The eight meter, twenty six foot tall pillar of shame, which depicts fifty torn and twisted bodies piled on top of each other, wow. was made by Danish sculptor whatever that name is, to symbolize the lives lost during the bloody military crackdown on pro-democracy protesters in Beijing's Tiananmen Square on June 4th, 1989. Wow. I, I wasn't familiar with that sculpture. That's That's got to be quite a powerful sculpture. You know, 50 torn and twisted bodies piled on top of each other. Yeah. Wow. That's... Oof. <laughs> that seems like a hard thing to experience. Fucking dicks. Yeah. Fucking evil ass fucking... Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, Chinese, man. Now, but here's the thing. I wonder though. when their people are going to turn on them. I don't know. I hope soon. I would like that. Yeah. It would be nice to see because they're people. It's just, I'm so fucking, even though I will, let me say something positive about Chinese people. So yesterday was no rules Christmas, you know, Christmas. But at a certain point in the day, no rules Christmas. Yeah, no rules Christmas means that you can do whatever you want to on Christmas. It doesn't matter. You can eat, you know, we, we, Danielle asks what you want. You can get whatever you want to eat and all that kind of stuff. But no rules Christmas also means that I can do whatever I want to do at the same time. Right. So about 2 o'clock hit, and I was bored out of my fucking mind. So I turned fucking Uber Eats on. Oh, really? Like, a, like a, you know, just because I'm addicted. Right. And you know what I was kept getting the whole time? Huh. Thai place, Chinese place, Thai place, Chinese place. Did you make a fortune in oh, tips? Oh, maybe, maybe decent money in tips. Yeah. I didn't work that long either. I mean, I didn't do it for very long. Right. But just, it's always funny. Those motherfuckers are always open. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Like they are, oh, and it looked just like normal. And the thing is, this with everybody else closed, everybody's now going for their tired Chinese. Right, right. You know, that's just what they're doing. Oh man, we uh, we we broke so many uh, rules of Leviticus uh, this Christmas as far as what we ate. Uh, Christmas Eve, we had pulled pork. <laughs> nice, <laughs> which is a, a no-no. And uh, yesterday, we had uh, uh, shrimp. <laughs> What's wrong with shrimp? Uh, shellfish is uh, prohibited by the Bible. What? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Jews and Muslims won't eat shellfish. Oh, they won't. Yeah, no, they're lost. well. If, if they're if they're more you know, for the rest of us. If they're if they're uh, adherent uh, to uh, the Old Testament, you know, mm, which you. is also you know pretty much the same as the Torah and the Koran. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, they're they're really not all that different. The same basic you. stories. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, I'm really wanting to do one again. Uh, is I want to go to Vegas for Christmas to hang out with all the Asians. 
Uh, are because if you go to Vegas for Christmas, there's only Asians there. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's I awesome. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. It that... was a lot of fun. And I felt really tall. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. But it took you nine hours to drive across town. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were walking most of the time anyway. I, I was I was on the road uh, this week and, you know, of course, I'm, I'm in the left lane behind someone doing 10 under with their left turn signal on and never turning. And finally, I pass him on the right, and I look over, and of course, it's an Asian woman. It's like, I mean, and that may be racist, but I, I think there's enough empirical and anecdotal evidence at this point to say Asian women should not drive, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just in general, you know. Hey, let me ask you another question. Then. Huh? Do you consider 2021 to be the worst year of your life so far? No, nah, that had been pretty decent, actually. How about 2020? Yeah, that was fine. That's fine. Yeah. So a survey of 1,000 adults conducted by one poll on December 13th aimed to get an end-of-year reflection on many subjects and found that 53% feel that 2021 has been a very unpleasant year for them. However, 7 in 10 still have high hopes that 2022 will be improvement over the previous year. Yeah, people just bitch too much. Millennials, age 25 to 40, are the most dismissive of 2021, with 66% saying it was a tough year. 62% of Gen Zers, 18 to 24, and 43% of Gen Xers, ages 41 to 56, also shared that 2021 wasn't their best year. Meanwhile, 56% of boomers, uh, age 57 or above, disagreed entirely, at least the ones that are still alive. Um <laughs> <laughs> when I'm asked about their overall outlook for life, nearly eight and ten respondents, seventy eight percent described themselves as an optimist. Another sixty one percent who identified themselves as idealists who envision things as they could be, while nineteen percent prefer uh, prefer to be realists who see things as they are. Well, hang on, it, it sounded like they changed tune. From what I heard, it sounded like Gen Z kind of shrugged off twenty 2020 twenty and twenty one twenty twenty one the most. Yeah, yeah. So. Or Gen X, I mean. Did I say Gen X? Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, 43%. So the majority of uh, Gen Xers were like, eh, no biggie. Yeah. But uh, 66% of millennials and 62% of Gen Zers um, were uh, freaked out about it, as as were 56% of boomers. But the majority of Gen Xers were like, meh. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of the boat we're in. Yeah. You know, it's all right. I mean, like, no biggie. The only thing that I'm irked at is just more of government finding new ways to fuck shit up. Yeah, but, you know, shit, I've been screaming at government since I was, you know, 13 years old. So, well, that's true, whatever. Yeah. Now, and I I wanted to get into this story. First time I got put in the back of a cop car. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever that was. Now, I did want to get into this story as well, by the way. So, this is the Plan of the Apes dystopian future here. Oh, and this God, is old, yeah. though. This, this is, is old. This they, is old. They keep bringing the. You know, I, I think this is just something they bring up every couple of years because Bat Boy is dead. <laughs> you think that's what it is? Yeah, the humanzy thing. You know, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't see anything new in this article, but it's fun to talk about. Yeah. I don't think this actually ever happened. I will say this, though. This huh. is the one problem with, like, communist dictatorships. Right. Is that. They will just do some freaky shit, right? Because they can. Oh yeah, and because nobody's yeah. gonna stop them. Uh, absolutely, yeah. There's no doubt about it. And I'm sure the Chinese are still doing shit like this, uh, especially on the the Uyghurs. You know. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah, you know, they got huge prison camps full of people that are like, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, we're we're gonna do whatever the hell we want to you, and we're gonna kill you if you, if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I don't think this. I don't think this. This story is probably the story is true. But I don't think they ever crossbred a human and a uh, chimpanzee. You don't think so? I don't think so. No. I, I in fact, I think they did genetic tests on on the one famous one um, and found, yeah, just, just a chimp. But then again, um, you know, uh, chimpanzees and humans share like uh, what is it? It's like ninety nine point something or other percent of the same DNA. It's so, a lot. Yeah. So maybe uh, you know it was just so close that they couldn't tell the difference. You know. Yeah. But I imagine there's got to be enough differentiation that they can you know because clearly they can take a dna sample and say oh well this is from a chimp this is from a human so and when they did the dna test on this one said yep that's a chimp you know so i i don't think that this story ever came to light i don't think you can crossbreed species uh doing uh you know traditional insemination uh because i just don't think that'll take but um i do think that you can you could probably uh you know uh, gene manipulate you you could actually do a a, a genetic um what, what's the word i'm looking for here 
um, like splice. You, you, yeah, you could actually splice it in such a way where you could come up with a creature that was, you know, had a DNA from both. So it's it's probably plausible today. Uh, but I think when these were going on, they didn't have that technology because this was from the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. So and they said it was before the Cultural Revolution over there. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah. Oh, well, the Cultural Revolution of the 90s. Mm, no, I think they said that it, it was the 60s. The, the, uh, oh, the, OK. The 60s. All right. Right. I mean, it's, I'm not. T- I, I was thinking the, the revolution of the, uh, you know, the the, the 40s uh, when they China, China became a communist nation. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, I, I don't think there's much to that. Yeah. So moving along. Moving along. How much time we got left, by the way? Uh, we've got ten minutes. Oh, ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So we we're we're good. All right. Let's get into the World War Three stuff. So, let's do the second article first, though. So okay. We'll do the second one first. So, Vladimir Putin warns NATO everyone will be turned into radioactive ash over U- Ukraine moves. Yeah. Now know. here's the thing. Like this doesn't this sound like one of those like um. It's Khrushchev banging his shoe on the pedestal. Yeah, or I was yeah. going to go Kim Jong-il and, yeah, you know. right. Or Saddam Hussein. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The fact that Putin is saying this sort of sort of thing actually gives him less credibility, I think, in the world. I think he, he by, by making these just purely outlandish threats that he has no intention of fulfilling, um, you know, it, there's no way in hell that guy is going to fire nukes over Ukraine. I mean, it, it just there's no way in hell. Unless he goes completely batshit crazy. Uh, which I don't think he is. I just can't see anybody using nukes right now. Oh, I can see some people using well, nukes. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't think any state actors would use nukes, at least initially. I think that you yeah. would, what you would have is be rogue rogue places. Because here's the thing. If you do anything to America, we've right. got enough nukes to fucking right. put yeah. you out for a long time. Yeah, even if you got hypersonic missiles... We still got subs and shit. We're we're still we're you're going like you out too. You ain't stopping them all. Yeah, no, you're. Everybody loses, and everybody knows that everybody loses. Yeah, you know, especially going up against us. Now, if you start talking a war between Pakistan and India for the Kashmir region, and if they went nuclear, then yeah, maybe there could be a winner in that one. But you know, for the most part, uh, one side nu- uses nukes, and with the delivery systems of uh, you know ICBMs and and sub launch ballistic missiles, yeah, it's 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 you know. Even if they beat us in the hypersonic technology, which they are, and we're scrambling to catch up with, uh, they still don't have a significant advantage over us, you know? Yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. Now, but I will say this, though. So, while I called the uh, this, this segment Crazy Ivan, though, was over 10,000 Russian troops are now leaving the Ukraine border region after a month of drills. Yeah, and I, I find this fascinating. Now... They had as many as 175,000 troops on the border. So moving 10,000 troops out might just be a rotation, you know, um, but it's not really that significant. But it is interesting that they did that uh, right after uh, having a meeting with uh, 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 Ukraine president had a video conference call with 20 U.S. senators and members of Congress. Um, So I think perhaps the fear was and Biden has said. Biden has actually said, we're taking military force off the table. Yeah. We're not going to, you know, uh, intervene militarily if... Uh, Other than to sell them arms. Well, yeah. We're, we're not going to put troops on the ground if Russia invades Ukraine. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, we're not going toe-to-toe with the Russians. Uh, so I think that emboldened them. But I think what happened is when you have the uh, Ukrainian defensemen are talking directly to U.S. senators and representatives... Um, I think that there was actually concern that the Congress could very well override the president. Yeah. You know, and say, yeah, we are sending troops, which is a, a plausible thing. You well, know? yeah, because you got to remember, still the neocon influence that goes on in Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. is bipartisan. Yeah. And they want a war. And uh, Congress could absolutely have a war without the president. It would take, they would have to do an act of Congress. Uh, they would have to declare war, which they haven't done since World War II. Uh, but even if the president didn't sign it or vetoed that declaration of war, uh, Congress could override it. I don't know if there's enough there to do it, but well, it's 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 plausible enough that I think it backed Putin down a little bit. Yeah, you know, because he also knows that there's if if there's enough pressure from Congress, uh, the president would have to go along with it, and then he also knows that the president, you know, has no idea where he is uh, half the time, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> he might just be able to put a piece of paper in front of him and he'll sign it anyway. Yeah, he he might sign it. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna get in that one in the second hour. So. Oh, damn it! Okay, I set it up. I set it up so perfectly I know you for did, you, but that was you bastard! Hour. That you, was, God yeah, we damn don't it. have enough time left, Dick. Yeah, we do. We got six minutes, but anyway. 
<clears throat> move on. All right. So now I do feel bad for a whole lot of people around the country that were having to fly for Christmas because mm. there were flight cancellations all over the place. You know, first of all, thousands of flights. What a nightmare it must be to have to travel around Christmas anyway. I haven't done that for God. I can't remember the last time I traveled around Christmas. It's yeah. probably been 15 years, you know. Um, and it's never fun. But uh, with all this going on, yeah, just absolutely nuts. Yeah, no, it sucks all. And day and what long. are they? What are they? Uh, of course, they're blaming it on COVID. But what's uh, what's really going on here? Okay. Just short staffed. And I think I think it's a combination of a whole lot of factors. Right. One of them is short staffed. Right. Another one is that you know look here's the thing if you do get the omicron variant and you are tested and you have it then you have to stay out of work for like 10 days right so that's a factor right. i'm not saying that's not a factor at play but the other but the bigger factor is that you just fired a bunch of people that wouldn't get freaking tested or that wouldn't right. take the vaccine <laughs> yeah that's probably the, the like, bigger I think problem that ha- here's yeah. the thing it's a, it's many factors that are at play here but if you would have to not fired all those people then you would feel it a lot less than what you're feeling right now. Right. But they're not doing that. And then and they're always very general. They're like, well, the Omicron variant, this and this. And it's like, oh, yeah. You know yeah. what, man? Hang you're on not a really fucking yeah. telling the truth here, guys. Yeah, let's let's get to the real root cause. Let's see. Biden's mandates. Uh, you're laying off people who won't get the vaccine. You know, that sort of thing. People quitting voluntarily because they're just like, screw you people. You yeah. can't tell me what to do with my body. Yeah. You know? And some people getting sick. Look, flu right. season's still a thing. Right. Right. You know, I mean, don't go wrong. They're going to call it Omicron, but some people just get the fucking flu. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I, it just, it's, it's, I think it's a combination of a whole lot of things. And I feel bad. You know, Caden actually had to leave Christmas Day uh, because Caden's going to o- uh, Oregon. Right. So Danielle had to take him, take him to the airport Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I talked to Caden the other day. And, uh, you know, so yeah, he's off to, uh, off to Oregon, huh? With his two girls. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting scenario taking a little bit after me on that one i gotta say <laughs> yeah that's uh hmm. like to be a fly on the wall just saying yeah <laughs> and not for the reasons you would i would normally want to be a fly <laughs> on the wall just like what the hell is going on in here <laughs> how are we doing this yeah <laughs> just want to see the mechanics of this whole thing <laughs> uh, so at any rate um so well, I guess we got the flight cancellations and stuff like that. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, I've lost my fucking mind here for a second. Yeah. I, I don't want to get into anything else though. Uh, let's let's uh, take it because I want to save Science Sunday for for. We'll the next save hour. Science Sunday. Uh, let's and I definitely want to save the 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 uh, New York Times Veritas thing. Yeah. Uh, how about Kim Potter? We can hit on that real quick. All right, you mean uh, Taser yeah. Lady? Yeah, Taser Lady. So the the cop. Uh, that, uh, you know, uh, intended to uh, tase a, a black man uh, during a traffic stop in Minnesota and ended up shooting him instead, uh, has been convicted. Uh, she has not received her sentence yet, but she is definitely going to jail, uh, probably for uh, the better part of 15 years. You know, it's yeah. looking like she'll probably get 15 years, maybe do 10. Um, you know, I, I actually... I, I feel for this woman, woman, um, you know, because she did not intend to shoot that guy. But I think the fact that she was convicted was the right call, you know. And I, I think the fact that she's going to serve prison time is the right call, you know. Uh, she, she, you know, her actions led to someone's death. She shot someone. She killed someone. Uh, whether she intended to do that or not, she did, you know. And I, I think the, uh, you know. It, it was not justified. It was barely justified for a taser, I think. You know? So, I mean, he was resisting, but he wasn't like a threat. You know, he just wasn't getting out of the car right away type of thing. So, um, you know, I, I think that uh, this, is a, this is a good thing. I think cops really, really should be thinking in the back of their mind, if I pull this trigger, I might go to jail. You know? That's true. And I think that's important. What do you think on this? <sighs> If she would have just shot him right. and not yelled taser, right. I actually don't think she'd go to jail for it. Oh, really? Yeah, really? I don't think she would. Oh, I think I think she still would have. Yeah, I think that was unjustified. I, but, but I think your overall point that you're making is correct, is that I do think at this point that we have to, there has to be a thought around policing right now is that killing people is absolutely the last fucking resort. Yeah. And yeah. that you better be sure because 
you are you're going to go to you're going to go in the right. hole if you if you if you made a mistake. The thought process that police have should be no different than anyone has. That if I take someone's life and I'm not 100% justified in doing it, I'm going to jail. And that would make for a a lot uh, freer, uh, more equal society uh, that we would live in. Oh, and I, it would I have those people use, and it would have the police use a lot more, uh, less uh, lethal means. Absolutely. And if you'd like to hear more, please join us in the second hour at uh, patreon.com forward slash unintended baggage. We will see you on the other side. Bye.